Hey guys, before we get into today's episode, I wanted to take a minute and thank those of you who were part of our Four Days for the Nation celebration earlier this month. 4DFN is four days to raise awareness of the work of Impact Sports. It's four days to share the God stories we've seen Him work in the lives of people. And it's four days to raise the needed funds for the ministry. This year we had a $30,000 matching challenge, which meant anything raised during those four days was doubled up to $30,000. We are humbled to say that because of so many of you listening and so many others helping out, we exceeded that goal by almost $2,000. On behalf of the entire Impact Sports family, I would like to thank all of you who participated. Those of you that came to a gathering we had, or those that signed on to be a consistent investor in this ministry, either as a 1-5 club member, a BAM partner, or a 24-7, 365 team member. For more information on ways to partner with us financially, you can go to impactsportsonline.org. Your support is essential, and it enables us to do what God has called us to do. Thank you for your partnership in the gospel. Welcome to the I Say All That to Say This podcast, an outreach of Impact Sports International. We seek to use sports as a vehicle to take the gospel to the hard to reach, to the lost, and to the forgotten, whether that's just 10 minutes down the road or on the other side of the world. Here's your host, John Andrews. Hey guys, and welcome back to the I Say All That to Say This podcast. I'm your host, John Andrews, and welcome to our second bonus episode of 2022. This is the top five on the 5th. Now, if this is your first time listening, we started this podcast last March. We decided we were going to release a podcast episode on the first and third Tuesdays of every month. We were not accounting for the months that have five Tuesdays in them, which also just happened to be our very first month. So we decided to release a bonus episode in the months with five Tuesdays. We call it the top five on the 5th. Everything we do as a ministry is designed to use sports to create an opportunity to share the gospel. And while there's nothing more important to us than someone choosing to surrender their life to Jesus, not everything we do is quite that important. In fact, sometimes the things we do or talk about are just downright silly or weird. That's where the idea of the top five on the fifth came from. We are laser focused on using sports to take the good news to the nations. But there's nothing that says you can't have fun while you're doing it. So, I want you to imagine you're sitting around at a coffee shop late one night in East Asia. Or you're, you're at a street cafe with us in the Middle East, and we are randomly coming up with conversation starters or debates. And once we settle in on a good subject matter, we say to each other, okay, rank those. That scene was the birth of the top five on the fifth. I am joined today by my crust. Up, oh, my trusty co-host, intern Larry. Say hello, Larry. Hello, Larry. No, say hello to our listeners, Larry. Hello, listeners. Did you come ready today, Larry? You know I did. For those of you that are listening, um, Larry got in here just a few minutes before we finished all of our technical um, corrections and uh, overcoming some malfunctions. And Larry was frantically typing on his phone. <laughs> and I think he was typing his list. And I told you, if you're working on your list right now, you, you don't stand a chance. Uh, not that this is a competition, Larry, because nothing between us is ever a competition, correct? 
Correct. Correct. Okay. But um, I'm going to win. So <laughs> now a little insight for you guys listening. I always tell intern Larry several days before we record what our list is going to be so he can prepare and not make a fool of himself. I love Larry like that. But just so that we can make sure that my list is always better than his, I will always give him a few criteria on air that he did not know about before. So, bring him. Today's list the top five greatest sports movie villains of all time. Top five greatest sports movie villains of all time. So, Larry. You're hearing this for the first time. Mm. Here are the criteria and stipulations for your list. Okay. Therefore, you must change any of them that do not apply to this. Okay. On the fly. Number one, the sports villain must have some quotable one-liners. Number two, they must have some believable villainness. Okay? So that, that, that takes out Darth Vader because you can't squeeze your index finger and your thumb together and make me choke. You know, point right. like squeeze. You know, like right. we're not we're not talking about the force here, right? We're not talking about X-ray vision. Actual people, real people. Yeah, gotta have believable villainous. Okay, okay. If they can't really cause you any harm in real life, it's not believable. Okay, got me. Mm-hmm. Okay, you must have seen the movie. Yeah, no, I, okay? I figured. So for I, example, I that like I don't do want you to talk about. Darth Vader, Darth Vader being one of your, and I know it's not a sports movie. Right. I'm just using him as an example. But you would probably say Darth Vader's one of the best villains out there, and you've never even seen Star Wars. Right. So we, we can't do that. So you have to have seen the movie. Mm-hmm. You can't take somebody else's word for it. Mm-hmm. Follow me? Correct. Final criteria. They must have been bad in the entire movie, throughout the entire movie. Okay. Uh, or the series of movies if there are sequels. So, sure. for example... Uh, Darth Vader would be a good example. Even though it's not a sports movie, he turned good at some point. He was good to start with, he turned bad, and he turned good again, right? Right. Uh, Apollo Creed, one of the great movie villains of all time. However, he ended up being a good guy at the end. Right. Right. So they have to have been bad the whole movie or the whole series of movies. Mm-hmm. Follow me? Mm-hmm. And that's just four criteria. All right? Again, yeah. quotable one-liners. They must have believable villainous. Mm-hmm. They, you must have seen the movie if you're going to count them. And they must have had the entire movie or the entire series of movies. Mm-hmm. You follow me? I'm with you. With that, let's start. Give me number five on your top ten, top five list. Sorry. All right, number five coming in, we have Coach Red from The Waterboy. Coach Red. Yeah, he's the guy that they play, and he's the one <laughs> when the movie starts out. You have Coach Red, and then you have Bobby, who is working as a water boy for his team. <laughs> <laughs> and usually, you know, the players will make fun of the water boy or whatever, right. and then the coach will, like, come and defend him and be like, hey, stop, stop. No, coach comes in and then starts making fun of him and, like, hits him with the wooden spoon and, and just treats him so horribly, and he is just the funniest. So I'm having him at number five. He is, he is mean, correct. He's uh, very mean, and he stays mean the whole movie. Yep, that's true. Do you know what his last name was? Red. It's like Bordeaux or something. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah, it's it's a French uh, Creole yeah. name. Yeah, because yeah, all weird. that takes place down in Louisiana. Louisiana. Yeah. All right, not a bad one. Not a bad one. Um, my number five. Okay. Shooter McGavin, Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, one of the famous lines 
he is bickering back and forth with with Happy. He always gets his trash talking backwards or messed up or something. And you know who Lee Trevino is? Mm-mm. Lee Trevino was before your time, but he's he's a, a a famous golfer from years past, and he makes several cameos in the in the movie. Okay, mm-hmm. and so uh, at some point, Happy Gilmore says something to Shooter, and he says too happy as a big roast, right? He says, yeah, right, and Grizzly Adams had a beard. And then there's this little cameo of Lee Trevino, and he said, Grizzly Adams did have a beard. So it it backfired. Uh, And then, of course, he's always focused on himself. Let's get one thing straight. This is Shooter's Tour. I played my whole life, played golf my whole life, paid my dues, and now it's Shooter's turn. Shooter's not about to let his reign at the top be spoiled by some freak, some sideshow clown, right? So he's very, very insulting. Very selfish, very self-centered, all the good, uh, good uh, characteristics of a of a good villain, right? Tell me this: Why is he not higher than five? You mean high, like closer to number one? Correct. Because of my one through four. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I figured, but I don't know if there was any things that he did or didn't do that you that well, kept him to, from being up there. To a, to a good. <sighs> That's a that's a good that's a fair question. I know. Uh, is he higher on your list? Is that why you're saying that? Maybe. <laughs> uh, because I knew that the criteria, one of the criteria, was going to be quotable one-liners. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a plethora of those from him. Right. At least none that we can say on the air. Right? Okay. Okay. And so, um, so that's probably why he's on down my list. Okay. And then also probably our age is going to factor in here somewhere. Oh, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, your lack of it, and my um, my amount of it. <laughs> All right, give me number four. All right, number four is is a he's not a main character villain, but that uh, wasn't one of the requirements. Here we go. That wasn't Loop one of the requirements. No, nope. Captain Loophole. No, 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 no. You know how I said when we came in? I told you that there's not all that many villains present all the way throughout the show. This dude comes in kind of in the middle, and he's there for the rest of the way. But you got Phillips who is a part of the other team in the Sandlot. And the only reason I have him here is because of the iconic back and forth he has with Ham. Mm-hmm. When they call each other names. And ultimately, Ham delivers the knockout blow. The knockout blow that knocked him out probably for the rest of his life. Yep. Because hearing you play ball like a girl will forever put you out. All right, so here's where I would, I would, I would, I would question whether this should be on your list or not. All right, let me have The it. reason this guy is known is because someone else roasted him. Like, he's not known for anything he said. He's known for what Ham said to him. Right, but he's still a villain. He's a victim. I mean, Ham just verbally whooped him. But he's, he's still a villain, though. Is he? he? You can be a villain and a victim. You, you don't, I would, that doesn't I mean... Would, I would... They're not maybe, mutually exclusive. I would maybe offer that possibly the, the Beast was a villain. Yeah, but he got bet. He, I mean, at the end, he wasn't feeling all the whole time. Yeah, so took him okay, out. But you also said uh, Phillips. Yeah, and nobody knows who Phillips is in the Sandlot. I know. I had to explain who he was. Right. Right. So is he really top five? Mm, yeah. Okay. So let's compare your number four. Okay. Phillips. Do you even know his first name? No, he don't have a first name. He's <laughs> he's like Prince. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, if he's like Prince, I'll allow him in your top. You know, five. think about the people who have literally one name: Beyonce. Yeah. Right. Um, Zendaya. All who? these people, they're iconic because they Spider-Man. got Spider Man. Right. You don't. They don't right. need two names because so many Four. people know them because they're f- facts. Superman. Yeah. There you go. Uh, well, now, 
Superman has a name. Anyways, that's that's, that's one word though. Clark, I know, but like his name's oh, Clark Kent. Okay, but you know what I'm saying though. Like he don't need two names because that one name is enough. It's sufficient. Phillips. Yeah, that's that's one name. That's enough. Yeah. Okay. So, if you uh if you say so. Yeah. All right. Uh. Well, let's just think. Phillips, who nobody knows from the Sandlot, is your number four. My number four. I'm gonna say a lot of people know. White Goodman from Dodgeball. Mm. White Goodman. Ben Stiller in the movie. Just bigger than life ridiculous, right? Uh, and he has a plethora of one-liners we can use from that movie. Do you know any off the top of your head? Well, my whole thing is, how the heck are you about to get better than White Goodman? Oh, okay. So White Goodman is also on your list. Yeah, 100%. But I like, just, he's four? I'm, I'm just slapping your list around it from the, from the giddy-up. You're not, but I just feel like <laughs> we're going to get to year one and two and be like, okay. You're going to be like, what? Okay. But Maybe. the people listening, they're going to be like, wow. We'll see. That John Andrews knows what he's talking about. We'll see. All right. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Facts. Nobody. Here at Globo Gym, we're better than you, and we know it. <laughs> Here at Globo Gym, we understand that ugliness and fatness are genetic disorders, <laughs> like baldness, baldness or necrophilia, <laughs> and it's your fault if you don't hate yourself enough to do something about it. <laughs> that is White Goodman. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so number four, I again. Uh, so I'm 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 two and zero right now, on my list. Word. All right, and let's uh, let's br- take a break here. Yeah. Because we generally do right about this time, and it's always and, and tell me if I'm wrong, and I don't think I am, but it's always hard to narrow this down to five, right? Hundred percent. And when you're when you're when you're, all right, top five, number six or number seven could be separated from number five just by a hair's margin. Sure. Right? And so I feel like we ought to have some honorable mention. Sure. All right, so give me your three or four, however many you may have. I got one. One honorable mention. I just so, got one. So what you're saying is there is a distance. So seven is a is distant behind number six. E- so your one honorable yeah. mention is obviously number six on your list, even though correct. it doesn't exist on correct, the top correct, five correct, list. Correct. But if there was a number seven, it's way on down the line. Yeah, but you're going to disagree with it just of course where I you're am. going. That's the whole purpose of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so give me number six. All right, my number six is Jerry McDowell from the Benchwarmers. Who? Jerry McDowell from the Benchwarmers. You know the dad? Who? The dad. You don't no, know? No, I don't You've know. You've never seen the Benchwarmers before? Yes. You don't know? Who, he's the dad who is like the bad dude the entire movie. He's the one who's like constantly calling all three of the boy, dudes. <laughs> all three of the Benchwarmers like geeks the whole time and like making fun of them and like bullying them and he tells her his kids to go bully them you don't know who this dude is I, I i'm having a hard time picturing him do you know the actor's name no why would i know that right no i don't okay. know okay. i can't believe you don't know who this is i would i would say that the guy that uh introduced beef stew to the world is probably the worst villain in that movie that's his son okay that's right. his son so we're getting closer yeah that's his son okay so genetics are involved all right, so if he passed that on to his son, he's got to be a bad dude. Yeah, he's 100% bad. That. He's a horrible guy. He's terrible. He's so funny, though. What's his name? Jerry McDowell. Okay. I can't believe you don't know who that is. I really can't picture him. Hmm. I'll be honest. It wasn't a great movie, but um, I did see it, and I just can't picture him. All right, so you said you only had one honorable mention. Yeah. Any others that you can think of you want to add real quick? 
Um, this okay. Well, you gonna make fun of this one, but of course, I feel like this dude deserves to be here. Um, Chick Hicks. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> is that Air Bud's nemesis? Or nah, something? nah. He's from Cars. Okay. You know Chick Hicks, the green, the green, the green race car. The green, green race car. Green race car. Yeah. yeah. He's. I mean. I mean. He's dit. Like he's distant. But mm. I mean, I, I'd put him up there. Like if you want me to, if you want me to add my seven or my eight. Okay. So he's a distant seven. He's real distant. Okay. But, I mean, he's there. All right. All right. Well, I will. Uh, I'll give you my honorable mention right now since you asked for it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and this this guy is, was really close, and there was only one and. If I had not known my criteria for this list before this, mm-hmm. I might have put him in my top five. But one of the criteria disqualified him. Okay. Because he started out as a bad guy and then ended up being one of the good guys at the end. Mm-hmm. And that's Sidney Dean. Sidney! You know Sidney? Nope. Sidney Dean, White Man Can't Jump. Oh, yeah. That's, that was your favorite sports movie of all time. Uh, no, it wasn't. It. it was up there. Like that two. may or may not pop up. Yes. Uh, Sidney Dean, Wesley Snipes' character in White Man Can't Jump. Uh, he said, you know, he's shooting around. He said, I don't mean to brag, but I am the greatest, which is kind of the opposite of bragging, mm-hmm. not bragging, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then he says, it's hard work. Hey, can you look so bad? Uh, and then uh, David Sims from Ten Cup. Never seen it. You've never seen Ten Cup? Nope. And you call yourself a golfer? I do call myself a golfer. Wow. There's okay. a lot better golf movies than that. And David Sims is a classic Caddyshack, greatest game ever played. You want me to keep going? Nope, that's not even the list. Maybe one day when I'm sick and you do a list by yourself mm-hmm. and you argue amongst yourself, you can give a top five greatest golf movies of all time or something. Ten Cup won't be up there. Okay, so David Sims, bad guy in Ten Cup. He didn't make my list. He, he's easily hateable, but he didn't make my list because there just aren't many good one-liners that he comes up with. You just, you just hate him throughout the movie. Then probably my favorite of my honorable mentions is Jack Partman from Major League Two. Oh, such okay. a good two. So movies. he gets trade. He gets traded to the Cleveland Indians. Everybody hates him. He hates everybody. He won't. He won't uh, warm up to anybody. Then he just everybody's beneath him. Then he gets traded back to the dreaded Chicago White Sox, their rivals, and then he. <clears throat> They're playing in the playoffs, and the famous line, when he runs, plows over the catcher. Do you remember this? All I remember is Wild Thing. Don't stand. You got this? Nope. Okay. I may or may not have quoted it uh, in a different sport when I went uh, through somebody, but he said, don't stand on the track when the train's coming through. <laughs> he, when he ran over Rue Baker yeah. at home plate and scores. Uh, it comes back to bite him in the end, but Jack Partman was a was a jerk. So he's one of my honorable mention villains, sports villains of all time. All right, I'm with that. Let's jump back into the list. Number three. All right, number three, shooter. Shooter. Shooter McGavin. Number three, okay. shooter. He's. I mean, he's just an icon, man. He's 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 a he's a clear. Icon. Why are you laughing? Well, I, I'm just not sure you know what icon means. We talking about when you think everybody's an icon to you, but but if there's so many icons, then no, the, ev- I don't know the where the term you get, icon is watered down. Not everybody's an icon to me, but when it comes to sports villains, this dude's an icon. Okay, I would say so. I mean, if he's on your list and my list, I would, would say you he's an say icon. that your number one and number two are icons as well. Hundred, um, 
I think Shooter's more of an icon than my number two, but I think my number two's a better villain than Shooter was. Okay. All right. So we'll get to that. So give me something about Shooter that I haven't already shared. Uh, I don't, uh, I mean, you kind of, you shared it all. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's just, I mean, he's, I, I, I don't understand. My whole thing is, how do you think he's not an icon? Uh, there needs to be some uniqueness with icon. It's almost like the word masterpiece, right? There's only one of them. Is there? That's what makes a masterpiece a masterpiece. Yes, there's only one. But you have a lot of different paintings around the world that are called masterpieces. Right. Right. It can, it can so be they're good own. paintings in their own way. Okay. So he can be a good villain in his own way, still be an icon, and just be a good dang villain in his own way. Okay. All right, I'll give it to you. You don't have any reason for him to be on your list or an icon that I, mean, I haven't I feel already like, said. I feel like I don't have to go any farther than the fact that if I ask you who is the greatest villain ever in sports movies, you, Shooter McGavin is going to be on your list. Okay, he's on yours. So how are you are? How are you arguing that with me? <laughs> I'm not arguing whether he should be on your list. You're arguing if he's an icon. Yeah, but if everybody's an icon, then nobody's an icon. Let me let me put it to you this way. Okay, give I, it to I me. was in a talk with my friends the other day, and we were talking about what a legend is, mm-hmm. and they called Ja Morant a legend. Not not true. I said he's not a legend because he hasn't done anything, and they said. What are you talking about? He's been in the league two years, and he's already got two awards. I said, okay, when you think basketball legend, who comes to your mind? They said, not Ja. I said, exactly. He's not a legend. And so really when it comes to icon, legend, who comes to your mind when you hear that word in regards to the thing that we're talking about? Okay, villains, sports villains, shooters going to come to your list. Every list I looked up online, shooters on that list. He's an icon. Silent. I'm with you. I'm with you. But now you're with me. No, I'm not really. I'm just saying that oh. so we can move on. <laughs> but that means all five of your people are icons? Mm-mm. Okay. What means he's an icon is he's on every list. Mm. Okay. Not all five of these people on every list. He is. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, uh, let's, uh, how, about, how about I give you my number three? Give it to me. From the movie... That came out before you were born, but I would say that, well, I don't know. I, I would say that you should have seen it. I don't know that you really have. Mm. Karate Kid. I, I, I've seen the second one. The second one? <laughs> like the remake. <laughs> You've probably seen the fourth one where the, the Karate Kid's a girl. Probably, I, saw the, I, saw, I saw the Jaden Smith one with uh, okay, that, Jackie yeah. Chan. That was good. Okay, but, but it, wasn't, it wasn't iconic. What's his name? Lawrence something? Who? Lawrence, who's who's the who's his last name? Lawrence, the bad guy. Yeah, uh, the young kid's name was Johnny Lawrence. Yes. Yeah, okay, I do okay, that. But that's not my villain. Oh, my villain is his sensei, John Kreese. Mm, okay. Okay, you remember when when Daniel walks into their dojo at first and they're saying fear does not exist in this dojo, does it? Follow me. I, I told you I haven't seen the first one. No sensei, say it. No sensei, not like that. Oh. Okay, pain does not exist in this dojo, does it? No. All right, give me a little bit more enthusiasm. Defeat does not exist in this dojo. You're not following me here. All right, so then he's <laughs> talking to Bobby during the All-Valley All uh, tournament, and he tells him, take him out. Take him out of commission, right? Mm-hmm. All right, break the rules. I don't care if you're disqualified. We're taking him out. And then the famous back and forth with Johnny in the last 
the last match against Daniel son, Daniel LaRusso. What's he say? What's he telling him to do? Do you remember? Because you hadn't seen the movie. I cannot believe you haven't seen I saw the Karate Kid. The second, the, the he tells him better. to sweep the leg. He's already been injured, illegally and improperly injured by the other guy, and then he says sweep the leg. Do you have a problem with that? No, Sensei. No mercy. John Kreese, number three on my list. Give me number two. Man, you already know that I got John Gerard on my list. <laughs> Who? <laughs> John Gerard from uh, Talladega Nights. <laughs> From Ricky Bobby? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's okay. so funny hearing him say Ricky Bobby's name. He says, Ricky Booby. <laughs> and, and Ricky Bobby says, what did you just call me? <laughs> Ricky Booby. He said, that's not my name. My name's Ricky Bobby. <laughs> uh, he's, a, he's just such a good, he's just a good character, man. He's, he's, again, icon. Okay. But he just makes me laugh. He's, again, an icon. There we go with the, um, all right. If you, want so, me to, if you want me to stop using that word, I can. I just think you need to, you need to look it up. Uh, <clears throat> John Gerard. Is he on yours? Nope. But wow. I, I, he, he's pretty good. He's yeah. good, yeah. Um, he's completely overshadowed. He's a distant third behind Shake and Bake in that movie. <laughs> and so I, I, I would have a hard time putting him up there. Uh, so my number two. And this is, again, before your time. So if you're just now listening for the first time, intern Larry is half my age. Um, so some of this factors in uh, life experience. But number two on my list is Clubber Lang. Do you know who Clubber Lang is? You look puzzled. No, I have no idea who Oh, my is. gosh. <laughs> you don't know who Clubber Lang is. Do you think people right, find it funny? Do you know who Mr. T is? No. Oh. Do you think people find it funny? Do you think when people listen Ladies to these podcasts, they like laugh when I say I haven't seen these movies? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I apologize. Like, is that one of the, re- is so that not like the only, only reason I'm on this? Not only. I don't watch the movies that everybody else has seen? No. Okay. It's not, I mean, we've only done two movies. Top fives, right? That's true. So okay. you're on this because whatever you come up with, people laugh at. Okay, okay, so, okay. Uh, man. You don't know Clubber Lang, and you don't know who Mr. T is. No, who are these people? Abby sitting beside me. She don't know these people. Mr. T. Mr. T is Clubber Lang in Rocky Three. Where's Mohawk? All right. Yeah. So he's mean. He's nasty. He makes a pass at Adrian. Do you know who Adrian is? No. Uh, Adrian. <laughs> Adrian. <laughs> This hurts. This hurts, Larry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Dang. Adrian is Rocky's wife. Okay. Yo, Adrian. Nothing. Nothing. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have a homework assignment here. I got enough homework as it uh, is. I ain't got time to watch these things. Oh, my goodness. All right. Adrian, he makes a pass at Rocky's wife. Okay. And uh, suggests that Rocky isn't enough man uh, for her, and he needs to... Uh, she needs to come with him. And then Mickey, Rocky's trainer, mm. old man, uh, he pushes Mickey, ends up giving him a heart attack that eventually kills Mickey. So he kills Rocky's trainer. Uh, so obviously a lot of bad stuff. But um, it, this is one of the one-liners from, from Clubber Lang. He's then being interviewed about the big fight coming up with Rocky. And the in- interviewer says, what's your prediction for the fight? He says, my prediction? Yes, your prediction. And he closes in, he looks right at the camera, and he says, pain. Right? 
Yeah. Okay. You. This is. There are people sitting here <laughs> listening to this, laughing and saying, "Yes, yes, that's right." And then they're thinking, "Good grief!" Internally, Larry. Uh, one of the other things I, I have used many times over, though I'm not a boxer, I've not used it in the boxing ring, but I've used it in other arenas, if you will. He also he's punching Rocky, and he's like, "Come on, come on! I got a lot of mo, got a lot of mo." All right, number Sorry, one. Sorry, I'm just laughing at my list. I keep looking at my list, and 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 it's just so funny to me. My number one just keeps making me laugh, man. Well, please make us laugh because I'm hurting right now. Right. White Goodman, I feel like, is the number one <laughs> <laughs> villain of all time. And the one quote that I can think all right, of. say that without laughing. Just White, White Goodman is my number one. From the movie? Um, Dodgeball. Okay. And the one quote that I think of when I, when, I, when I think of White Goodman is when he's talking about his gym, Globo Gym, and he says, Globo Gym is a... <laughs> He says, it was full seriousness, he says, Globo Gym is a, is a beacon for human physical per- perfection. <laughs> and he thinks that he is the most perfect human being alive. And man, I, he has me, I, so when it comes to watching movies, I love watching movies, but I don't really like watching movies over and over again. Right. Like, remember Titans, I could watch over and over again. Yeah. That was that, your number one. That was my number one. Movies, yeah, 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 yeah. And nothing in there made the major list. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not really a villain. In, in, okay. Yeah, because the coach for the other team in Remember the Titans is actually pretty pretty nice guy. Anyways, but every time I watch Dodgeball, um, White Goodman, he gets me crying laughing, man. He's, okay. His jokes never go old, but he's just good, man. Any other, any other one-liners? <sighs> no, I'm just laughing about what you said whenever you talked about <laughs> the diseases. <laughs> uh, so I'll go back to the criteria. Believable villainous, if he or she can really cause you harm. Do you think White Goodman could cause you harm? Mm. I think he can cause you emotional harm. Okay, there right, you go. I'll go with that. I mean, he made my list. I'm not going to argue too much yeah, with yeah. it. Okay, <laughs> that's that's not a bad one. All right, my number one. See, I really value consistency in people's life. Right? You are who you say you are, regardless of who's around. Facts. I am who I am at work. That I am at home. I am who I am at the gym that I am at mm-hmm. Walmart, right? Uh, I value consistency in people's lives. I don't want to see one face here, one face here, and put put forth this, project this image here, and then project something else somewhere else. And so, that being said, as I was trying to come up with this list, I realized that it coincided with my top sports movies of all time. And for those of you that don't remember, this was back in... March of last year, mm-hmm. the top sports movie of all time, and here we are in May of 2021, 14 months later, and I am displaying my consistency here. Mm. Okay? So proud. Ivan Drago is the greatest villain in any sports movie. I'm not arguing with that. But you haven't even seen, you haven't seen the movie. I know, but like everybody talks about it. Okay, everybody like everybody would probably agree with your number one over yes. mine. Uh, probably. So yeah. I recognize yeah. that. Okay, but you know, obviously, we mentioned earlier Apollo wouldn't make this list because he was a bad guy that became a good guy. Right. Uh, I did see a couple lists that had Apollo on it. One even had Apollo at number one, but with our criteria, he doesn't make the list, right? right? And so, if he's the number one villain, but also becomes beloved character. Drago's the one that kills him. 
You remember it in mm. the ring? No, you don't remember because no, you've never seen, seen the it. movie. So they're boxing. <laughs> they're boxing, and he kills, literally kills Apollo in the ring, punches him to death, literally. Dang. And they're not sure he's going to make it, not sure if he's how bad he's hurt, but they call the match when he, I mean, call the, 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 the boxing match when he um, fell, and they're interviewing him while he's in the ring, and he's looking down at Creed's motionless, bloody body, and he says, if he dies, he dies. Mm. No, no care for human life, just ruthless, mm-hmm. cold-blooded, robotic killing machine, right? And then also you consider the timing of this from the Soviet Union. movie came out at the height of the Cold War. It couldn't have been a more uh, vicious monster of a villain in a sports movie. Then also when he's fighting Rocky at the end, uh, he tells him at the beginning, he says when they come to the middle to, to uh, you know, for the referee to give him the, the instructions, he says, I must break you. Mm. And then right Powerful. before, right at the end, <laughs> right at the beginning of the last round, he says, you will lose. He actually says, you will lose. <laughs> okay. That was pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah, it's great. Okay, Powerful you're scared stuff. Now. <laughs> you're scared. I'll have nightmares just, now. My villainness is, is, is uh, it's creeping me out yeah, in a small it's, room. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's coming out. So we'll move on knowing that you had a good selection at number one. It was not number one. My number one was the best, uh, the worst, actually, villain of any sports movie. I feel like if, if, we, if we made America do a poll on who's the greatest sports villain of all time, I feel like I'd say that one. Drago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. Wow. It's no more. Fu- it's not any fun to make. I mean, it's not enjoyable to make fun of you when you agree that you're wrong. L- listen, man, I I agree whenever I know what is true. Okay. And All I right. mean, usually you're just kind of speaking nonsense, but this time you're not. Okay. Yeah. So I win today. N- no. <laughs> <laughs> you said I had to have seen the movie. That's why I didn't include it because I knew you're going to give me that. Okay. Yeah. All right. But had if it weren't just based on public perception I and put what you knew. You I would have put, put him, him there, 100%. Yeah. Okay. 100%. So you're admitting that I was right at having him at number one? Yeah, 100%. Okay. Right. I mean, think about so it. So my list is better than yours? No. Because if, if... In in regards to the, what do you call this, the criteria you gave yeah. us? Yes. Your list is better than mine. Okay. Well, thank you, intern Larry. It, it uh, seemed like that took a little bit of your joy away. Uh, well, it's not as much... It, it's much more fun to jab at you and to 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 make fun of you when it actually hurts you. You're you're just you're just acquiescing to my superior list this time. You just kind of you like the battle. Fun. You like the battle. You don't like it when we're on the same team. I like the banter back and forth. Oh, I'm with that. Yeah. I'm with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, <clears throat> and the fact that you are half my age and not near as wise um, as obvious by the number of gray hairs in my head and the lack of yours. <laughs> um, I just sometimes we 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 clash, and that's that's what makes us fun. And just the fact that you are just acquiescing and saying you're right, it's not as fun. Well, how how many of these how many of these podcasts have we done? Five, I think this is the fifth one. We've only done five. Yep, because we only do it about every three months. And then how long do they usually last? Out of what? How long do our our mine and your podcast uh, usually last? Thirty forty minutes. Okay, like we've done five with thirty to forty minutes. Man, this Quick, is the first that, time. Man. Huh? Do that math. With five or th- with 30 or 40 minutes? 
All right, just just go ahead and finish what you were gonna say. We've done like a hundred. We've done like a hundred and fifty, two hundred minutes, and like two of that minutes was spent agreeing. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I hope you enjoyed today's top five list. Your homework tonight is to go find out who in the world Phillips or <laughs> Shooter McDowell. What's his name from the Jerry McDowell? Jerry McDowell from that's uh, your homework. Bench warmers. Yeah, and uh, you can you can. Tweet at intern Larry and tell him how bad it is that he's not seen any of the Rocky movies. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. Thanks for being such a good sport today, Larry, and joining me on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Uh, pleasure. As a reminder, we'll release these podcasts the first and third Tuesdays of every month. Most of them have a little bit more substance than today's episode. If you're brand new to the podcast, don't stop listening. Go back and check out episode number one so you can find a little bit more about Impact Sports, what we do, but most importantly, why we do it. If you'd like to hear more from us, we're now sending out weekly devotionals called Thoughts from Outside the Boat. If you'd like to sign up to get those each Thursday, go to utterlyamazed.com. You can sign up right there on the homepage. You can also order our new study guide written to accompany our book, Utterly Amazed, Stories from Outside the Boat. The study guide is out now and is a great tool for you to go through, whether it's individually or with a group, to help you step out of your own boat and follow God in His great adventure for you that will leave you amazed at what He wants to do in and through you. Please share this podcast with anyone you think may be interested, and then subscribe and review wherever you get your podcast. To find out more about Impact Sports, you can go to Impact Sports online, or you can follow us on social media at Impact Sports INT on Instagram and Impact Sports International on Facebook. We'll see you next time on I Say All That to Say This.